Hi, welcome to the Eternity Archives, an actual play podcast where we take on the role of archivists, working for an interdimensional library that catalogs and protects the fabric of reality. As archivists, we are tasked with journeying out into the realms, taking on characteristics of people from that reality, and remedying whatever issues may be causing a disturbance in the dimension. Every arc, we will be playing a different RPG, maybe even returning to systems we like later on, but this is a fun way for us as players and you as listeners to explore and learn about different tabletop systems. We'll discuss the rules, create sheets for our characters, and play a short campaign to get a feel for the game. Afterwards, we'll do a bit of discussion. We'll talk about what we liked and didn't like, and what we'd know to do better next time. My name is Babby, and I am playing Riddle de Drakel. They are a tiefling nerd baby. I'm Ziva, and I am playing Linda, the lovable human office lady. And I'm Dorka. I play Zen, the barbarian lizard princess. Let's get down to some actual playing. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's go, boys. This, this is the Eternity Archives. start off in a small town in Derringer, the large island continent where the people of the Ari have been kept from for over two centuries. We see an older bard entering their domicile after a long day's work, panhandling gold, singing tales of epic warriors. As he gets in, he's immediately tugged on his trousers by a young little halfling as he goes shouldn't you be in bed by now and the halfling responds well first you have to tell me a story and the bard picks up the halfling and brings them to their bed they lay them down and they go all right well i guess we'll just pick up where we left off as we pick up where we left off the best are currently standing technically underneath the raised ruins of the sunken kingdom of Argalon, as Celestia stands above, hovering above the castle of Argalon. She has raised the sea beneath it as well, as it, she see, it seems she's only raised the castle itself and a bit of what's underneath it. So you guys are technically on like a, a hill upwards towards the castle. As you look around, you see a fish still flopping around, freshly out of water. Some of your boats begin to capsize back into the water itself as you're looking around. Celestia looking down on the best themselves. She quickly, with a flourish, throws out beams of light from off her dress, surrounding the entire army you've created. I can make this very easy. There's only two of you I care about. They can come straight up to me, unharmed. As she gives another little flick of the wrist, and you watch another beam of light from her dress fall down and onto the dirt and sea that's been raised up in the air as it begins forming smooth steps all the way down in front of all of you. She then lands in the castle courtyard and begins walking into the castle itself everyone is getting a hang of what is going on uh, Samira rushes up to you alright I don't know if we can trust her or not but no matter what you've got us and the people of the Ari behind you we've got your backs I mean I think I would look at Dinah I feel like we'd have an eye conversation <laughs> like uh, yeah <laughs> like like uh, thinking this through, and I think with my eyes, uh, I'm trying to say maybe we should go. I I totally think we should go. <laughs> do we know who she's? Do we know who she's talking about? Like, do we know that she wants these two? Have we have we discovered that yet? Because I thought we didn't know she, that. Well, she did say that that they're. Well, oh, you're right. I don't know if we heard them say that they can't harm us. Yeah, she mentioned it right before the big fight that Celestia wants Baldrick and Dinah unharmed. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, if we know, then I'm like, we should yeah, go, because... Yeah, if you know, I, you know. I don't know. 
we have too much confidence and we're dumb, so let's go. <laughs> you use cool. your twin ESP and stare at each other, and then you both mm-hmm. nod mm-hmm. as you begin to head up the first couple stairs. I would like to walk in sync, yeah. right foot, left foot, like both moving yeah. at the same time. Uh, as we're going up the stairs, if I see any fish flopping, I want to yeet them back into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> But before you get too far, wait, where are you guys going? We're a team. Yeah, but this half of the team has to save that half of the team. We're all in this together, aren't we? No matter what happens, right? Baldric, what is a knight without his squire? And what is a squire without his knight? I said I would have your back no matter what. This is us having to do that. You guys are so cool, what the fuck? <laughs> As Baldrick and Dinah <laughs> turn away from you and begin heading upstairs. Damn, that's so cool. <laughs> Towards the castle. As Mork and Wilbo, you look at each other, you guys notice as the sources of light, the stars that Celestia threw out, begin hovering a little bit lower, and they begin morphing and transforming, much like the gods change their forms. These beams of light change into monsters of lore. You see demogorgons, beholders, but they're a little bit askew as Celestia doesn't have traditional knowledge of this. She has a very faint knowledge of Derringer and what it is. So it's like kind of a beholder and like kind of a dragon. She's seen Kane, but she's like putting in pieces together as Wilbo and Mork, you're now being surrounded by these monsters as Dinah and Baldrick both crest over the top of the hill towards the castle. You quickly see other feet begin coming down the stairway as a horde of Idenian knights also make their way. They're like the last knights that survived on Celestia's ship and were keeping her safe during the battle. So you guys, Wilbo and Mork specifically, are faced with a pincer attack of Idenian soldiers on land and then monsters above you. Well, damn. Hopefully this is the right choice. <laughs> Never thought I'd die side by side fighting with an orc. <laughs> oh, how about fighting side by side with a comrade? <laughs> I, I could do that. <laughs> It's <laughs> <God damn. laughs> perfect. Wait, Kashan, do you have any more black holes, or did you only have one? Oh, I got one left. <laughs> okay. I got. I, 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 I that pit trap comes up. It got two uses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, you can take it with him. <laughs> as you kind of silently nod at each other, you guys have the eye ESP as well. As Mork will take on the monsters, as Wilbo will take other people to take on the knights. So I think we'll follow Wilbo first as you kind of head up the stairs with your few Aryan warriors behind you. You've got like Remy. Remy's with you. Remy fucks with you. And obviously Jim from Boat's Row uh, behind you and ready to battle. As you begin heading up, the captain of the Idenian Knights looks down at you. And you both notice that you both have the same coat of arms on your pauldron on your right side. Because if you remember, you were granted <laughs> Grand Knight status in Idenia. <laughs> so you are technically a member of this army. <laughs> As he looks down and he goes, Such a disgrace. Uh, you're right. I'm here to help you. Look, I'm a knight. What are we doing? <laughs> You trying to talk nonsense immediately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not That's gonna. Well what am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm small, okay. I'm small. He only knows defense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up. Oh, rolled. <laughs> rolled plus grace. Right. To talk nonsense. Plus courage. Get in there. Courage. <laughs> he just turns on us instantly. Uh, that's eight. Mm. All right. Mm. With an eight, you you look around at the, the, the barracks of Idenian soldiers as you can see a few heads kind of turn back and forth to each other. 
looking at the destruction. A lot of them, you know, lost faith today in this battle as they watched the pantheon of gods die this morning. And now they're being charged with fighting, God, what is only the best adventuring group in the Yari. <laughs> uh, but the captain of the guards knight kind of... <laughs> He begins pulling a Marky Mark in fear. He begins beating his chest (laughs) with a little hit every time as it clanes against the armor. And the rest of the Idenian knights slowly pick up and uh, join in in the chorus of beating their chest to pump themselves up. (laughs) As Wilbo also joins in. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah, let's go! Let's do it! (laughs) As you hear from the captain's guard, Charge! As you watch the rest of them begin heading down, swords, flails, pole arms intact, heading down to you. All right, Wilbo, you've got the spotlight. How are you going to handle this battle? Um, we're at, so I'm on the stairs, right? Yeah, you're essentially on the stairs. They're above you. You're below them. How wide are the stairs? The stairs aren't too wide, so I'd say it could fit about two guards on the stairs before they start falling off, and the rest is kind of upheaved earth on the sides that they're fighting on. Okay, and is there, like, guardrails on the side, or is it just open? It's just open stairs. Okay. Um, I'm just going to try and run, and just, like, whenever someone swings at me, I just want to, like, duck out of the way and, like, trip them. <laughs> like, as I go by. <laughs> just, like, just, like, duck and weave through duck to all their legs. Because I'm, I'm assuming they're ow, normal ow, size. Ow, just, ow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're kind of old man, so. Yeah, roll plus grace to get away from you, technically. <laughs> Uh, that's also an eight. Dead face. What? All right, with an eight. It stares. <laughs> you're <laughs> ducking and diving and dodging as you're heading through all of these legs of these soldiers, heading up each stairs, close calls every time as they try to swing in between their legs to get you, but you're able to trip a lot of them up. They fall off the stairs until you eventually head to a nice little plateau in the stairs, and... You've kind of broken away from the army, and you look up to see nothing but the captain of the guard right in front of you. <laughs> hello! hello. <laughs> Out of the pot, into the fire. <laughs> he brandishes his long sword, and then he puts it in the, the blade of his long sword in the crook of his elbow, of his other elbow that he's holding the sword with. And then he, he runs the blade along the inner crook of his elbow, and the sword picks up flame. Oh, <laughs> that's cool! <laughs> <laughs> and then he points the sword down at you, and with his reach and the length of the sword, the tip of the sword is like an inch away from your nose. You can feel the heat coming off the sword. Uh, that sword? It's lit, fam! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and I feel like I want to I, I have a thing called small target which is when I overcome an mm-hmm. enemy by getting out of their way mm-hmm. can I like can I like run and like hide behind another knight or something from him <laughs> yeah yeah I could say that's possible I'd say you're not too far away from the, the, the big uh, brigand you had just slipped through uh, I'm trying to do that such a <laughs> okay. Uh, as the captain of the guard begins swinging the flame sword at you, you just comedically back up on your hands and butt away <laughs> and down the stairs <laughs> until he goes for another swipe and is met with another one of his knight's uh, shin guards as he collides with that and takes that knight down <laughs> to the stairs as you're able to... <laughs> escape from that and he keeps on continuing just cleaving through his own men just to get to you (laughs) there's one target on his mind right now and every stab goes through one of his soldiers he kind of just pushes them off cleans the blade pushes them down the hill and back into the troubling sea (laughs) what a psycho that's really fucked up As a grand Idenian knight, you should know there is only one victory. It is not through death. It is through taking out your enemy. So, like, kind of, kind of through death, just you know, 
Not yours. Their deaths do not matter. <laughs> okay. Only yours. Okay. <laughs> as you're skirting through, uh, Remy jumps over you as he's also skirting over enemies. And he goes, oh, God, boss, how are you going to play this one? Uh, oh, so Remy's here? Yeah, Remy's on your side fighting the knights along with you. If he's up and he already got through the things behind me, I, I I'm gonna do what I do best, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in with him, and I just want to like keep him busy. So I just wanna I wanna jump in and just be like, hey, guess what? Uh, you smell like a poop, and, <laughs> and your family never loved you. Just as like I dodge his his blows and just stand in front of him, and I'm hoping that someone that can actually stab someone with a knife, which is not me, will will do that to him while I'm keeping him busy. Okay, okay, okay. No, that makes sense. I'm gonna have you, man. You smell like a. <laughs> just throw him off his game. Yeah, you've got advantage over the 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 knight's captain right now so you would roll to finish them and I'm gonna have you roll plus grace because you're outsmarting him plus grace and you said I have uh, uh, I roll three I have advantage yeah advantage? I'm gonna give you hope on this yeah okay plus grace yeah ooh it's a 14 <laughs> with a 14 damn <laughs> yes as you're essentially in this mosh pits of knights and baiting along the captain's guard, he's swinging his sword and continually missing as Remy kind of skirts by and is able to like run underneath his legs after a swipe and quickly stab at his ankles in between the pauldrons on his legs and he continues moving back and forth and you'll even see Jim kind of hop over another soldier and teabag the captain's car. Oh shit! <laughs> just like slow motion as his nuts just like collide with his face. Collide with his face. Oh damn. <laughs> and as he's passing over he does like a little stab into his shoulder blade where the armor isn't covering at the moment. <laughs> as he whittles down the captain's guard the captain guard sicks his sword into the the makeshift stairs below as he's taking one knee and looking up to you you can see his his helm a little tattered from battle you can see the blood dripping down his face and over his eyes as he stares at you with his one clean eye and he goes just fucking do it already <laughs> the only thing that matters is your victory. <laughs> and I just want to like, I want to Spartan kick him off the stairs. You will have to walk all the way around him as you're saying this cool line to get up the stairs so you're now higher than him. <laughs> <laughs> as he quickly, as you're behind him, he tries to take one last death throw at you. He pulls his sword back up, and he begins to spin around until he's met with your foot, which begins kicking him down the stairs. He looses the sword and begins tumbling down until he hits a plateau near the bottom, in which his sword, still flying through the air, falls down and pierces right in the middle of his chest through his arm. Damn. Oh my god! <laughs> that was that was freaking sick, dude! Ah! I'm gonna high five. I'm, I'm gonna nut tap Jim. <laughs> Jim's like, oh god, yeah! And he nut taps you right back. As the Idenian guard begin looking around, seeing that their their captain has fallen, the the words from earlier coming from Wilbo starting to ri uh, ring a little bit clearer now. As that fighting ceases, we switch over to Mork. I want to think all of those knights are also checking their cod pieces as well. Yeah. There's little dents. Every every cod piece has a dent in it. <laughs> Not a cod piece undented in the bunch. Hell yeah. <laughs> As we cut over to Mork, we see with your faux-smelling weapon, it's a light. As you are surrounded by enemy after enemy. Monster after monster of lore. You kind of get back-to-back -back with Samira, Sonya, and your father popped to orc. 
as you're, you have a little smaller battalion to take on the monsters. Alrighty then. Mork is gonna go ahead. He's gonna take out some, uh, he's gonna take out some, some, some orcish moonshine that he has. And he is going to go ahead, grab a match, and get a Molotov cocktail going. He's just gonna chuck that <laughs> shit into the, into the horde. That's awesome. I want you to roll plus blood for Will me. Will do. To kill as this battle kicks off. You got advantage over something, I'm sure. Alrighty, I got a... Ooh, only a nine with that. Okay, with a nine, you watch as your Molotov kind of flies through the horde. It ends up hitting a kind of lycanthrope-like creature, uh, setting it ablaze. But largely, anything else is unafflicted as the rest of these monsters begin barreling down at you. Uh, Sonya and Samira fighting back-to-back with their cutlasses. And Flintlocks taking on a beholder. Your father's back-to-back with you, Mork. Remember, son, the will of the people will always be stronger than the will of the repressors. Mm. Hell yeah to that, Pops. Oh yeah to that. <laughs> you you clink the wood staffs of your battle axes and begin hacking through. What would you like All to do, right, Mork? So with the fire that's raging on with the co- with the cocktail, I wanna show off that Mork has added to his battle axe when he was doing his smithy stuff, so he's been getting some 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 kind of fungus growing along like the blade of the axe a special kind of fungus orc fungus that grows on him as he as he's kind of swinging through one of the swings goes through the fire as the fungus blade alights as his axe is now on fire and he is just kicking ass <laughs> With the flaming axe. <laughs> All right. You're cleaving through with the flaming axe when eventually you hear familiar beats of wings on land as a, a star version of a dragon lands right next to you. And it seems this is the, the soul and recreation of Cain himself in Celestia's image to recreate this dragon. As you look around, all of your warriors are currently tied up with other monsters. So it's just Mork v. Dragon. Alright. Damn near almost killed you with just a- with just a knife! Let's see what this baby can do. Cause he's gonna charge in with the axe! Alright. Uh, I want you to roll plus blood for me to overcome. Will do. Baby, yeah, fourteen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. As you begin battling with, okay, so with the ten plus, you stop the obstacle threat, uh, cut or move from causing any harm. So as the dragon begins barreling down on you. You begin swinging away. Each one of its claws tries to dig its way into you, but your flaming axe is able to fend it off. Eventually, the dragon gets a hold of you and begins lifting off with you in its in its meaty talon. As it begins moving up in the air, you're able to slip away with your godsbang dagger and drive it directly into the, the talons itself, freeing it up a little bit. You begin to fall through the air, but due to the damage you cause to the dragon, it also begins to tilt a little, and its wing is just close enough that you barrel down with both hands on your axe directly into the wing of the dragon itself. As it begins to tear through, right before you run out of wing, it essentially hits cartilage or bone in the structure of the wing, keeping the axe steady into the wing as you're able to use that to pull yourself on top of this now flying dragon. Alright, well, with the axe out of it, I'm gonna... I think it's cooler to leave the axe in there as I'm going to pull out my my spiked knuckles at this point. <laughs> as I'm just going to get them get them get, get them uh, on uh, uh, on my fists as I'm going to run up to the head of the dragon and just start beating the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love this. <laughs> 
You have advantage over the dragon. <laughs> roll plus blood for All me. All right. And roll with hope. Yeah, hell yeah. I need, uh, I need another d6. There's one. All right. That is going to be an 11 on that. <laughs> More here standing upon this dragon's head as it is mid-air, a few stories above these sunken kingdoms. These knuckles are, have the spiked property as well, in case that actually matters at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, it helps you break through the scales with each punch. You're denting the dragon's scales a little bit more as the dragon attempts to whip you off, obviously, as it's getting its head caved in currently. But as it tries to wrangle its neck to the side, you get a solid punch in, and the spiked ability from these knuckles keeps you dug into the dragon so you're just hanging on with one arm for a second until you can regain balance and then you do another punch the dragon whips its head the other way your body flies to the side but you're still hold on because of the spike knuckles <laughs> eventually <laughs> as you're punching through you hear a solid crack with one of your punches and you hear a wail from the dragon that you're currently upon as you realize your body's becoming a little bit lighter as you feel you're taking on air because you're quickly moving down as the dragon is now plummeting down towards the hill everyone was fighting on. Does it look like it's going to ba barrel into people, into like my friends and stuff like that as it's falling? I'll have you roll plus grace for me to see which way it's going. Alrighty. I got a 10 with that. <laughs> with a 10, you're able to, in the split second, essentially run back down to the wing of the dragon with your axe still embedded in the wing. You're able to lift it up as it's stuck in the wing itself and guide the dragon as it's falling a little bit better, so it would have hit your entire fighting party and all the monsters, but you're able to pull it away at the last second, give it a little bit of birth off of the ground, it catches wind just one more time, and kind of, it takes out a few of the Idenian soldiers that Wilbur was fighting uh, <laughs> earlier, but nevertheless it just kind of crashes into the eastern side of the hill as you step up from this dragon you have slain, you look over and you can see Wilbo uh, kind of chilling on the stairs not too far away from you. He gives a thumbs up to Wilbo. <laughs> Wilbo gives a thumbs up. <laughs> As we cut to Dinah and Baldrick, who are currently walking through <laughs> the ruined courtyard of the kingdom of Argalon. Yeah, you're eating fish, you're <laughs> noting at how the architecture used to be rich, grand, and marble, but now is covered in algae and coral as sea life has taken it over. You see, like, even an octopus, like, falls out of what used to be a, a lamp of some sort, uh, a fire torch, and just, like, scuttles back, trying to get back to water. You notice as there's, like, a main portcullis leading into the grand halls of the castle itself. As you enter through that portcullis, you feel a rumble and a shake as you watch rusted bars fall down, covering the portcullis from which once you entered, uh, cutting your escape out of the castle. As you continue down the grand halls, you enter the throne room, to which you see a table set up very similar to the one you saw in the dungeon back in Bygone on your very first adventure. You get a general feeling like this used to be King Garen's castle. And you see sitting where the, the throne seat, the most southern seat of the table, the highest one up, you see draped there in her black dress with a few stars floating around it. You see your sister Celestia. Alright, I'm gonna try a friendly approach at first. I'm gonna be like... Hey, sister! <laughs> and take a step towards her like I'm going in for a hug. <laughs> I just watch how this plays out. I just... <laughs> Maybe she just needs a hug. 
But I, I'll, I'll say I, uh, I take on the, like, awkward little brother role, so I have my hands, like, held, they're, like, held in front, clasped in front of me, uh, as I'm just standing there, like, my head's kind of down, and I'm, like, looking up, like, watching. I want to start rambling how I've always wanted a sister, and how we're gonna have so much fun, and do sleepovers, and paint each other's nails. <laughs> and as you're ranting, you hear a cruel and quiet silence. I really want us to work this out. I mean, I would love it if this all worked out in our favor, but you do not have to lie to me. I see through all of your childish acts, through all your little fibs. I know how you feel. I know whose side you're on. You're very insecure. But it's never too late. You could always join me. We could rule over the Ari. Together. Why do you want to rule the Ari? Aren't you from, like, some cool space place? We're <laughs> all from Derringer, Dinah. It was our home, but I haven't been able to get back. Okay, so let's work on getting back. Then we can be sisters. Or, or, and get this, follow me for a second. <laughs> just, just watch. As the Ari is now devoid of its entire pantheon of gods. There's now a power vacuum there. These people need something to believe in. And she lifts up a star out of her dress and floats it above her palm. And we could be what they believe in. They're new gods. Okay, now I'm calling your fib. You don't care about any of these people. You don't want to give them something to believe in. You're just a power-hungry meanie head. <laughs> Get him! Get him! <laughs> I was gonna curse, but then I was like, "Are we allowed to curse?" I killed a guy by ball tapping him, Jesse. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say bitch, but I panicked and said meanie. You, you meanie. <laughs> Do you want to take the line again? <laughs> if not, I'm okay. keeping all this in. Last episode in on BS. Can we curse? <laughs> <laughs> it just feels it feels bad. I feel like I can't. I don't know. I panicked. I panicked. No, you oh, definitely so can't. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna accept that that all happened and just been like, you know what? You're not a meanie head. You're a bitch! <laughs> oh, Jesse, you can't curse? <laughs> what the fuck, Jesse? Jesse, oh my god! What the fuck? <laughs> I tried being her sister. She's being me. I wanted a sister. You're right. I don't care about the people of the Ari. But why would you? Do you care for every ant you step upon? No, you do not mourn their loss. You accept that you are just the better being. Okay, should we go back to me coming up those stairs? Do you know how many fish I just saved? <laughs> and what will it gain you? Will your legacy, will your livelihood remember Dinah Thraka, the fish saver? No, but I don't have to be saved. I don't have to be remembered. Those little fish are still swimming because of me. Isn't that enough? You... Remind me a lot of our mother. She cared far too much. And since you're so desperate to become like her, Dinah, I can make that happen. Oh, shit. <laughs> As you believe she's insinuating that she's gonna kill you like she did your mom. <laughs> you watch as- You murdered our mom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> You're crazy. <laughs> uh, wait, uh, can I? When I hear that, I think I would have an instinct to step. Okay, in you front of her. step in front of Dinah as, with a flick of the wrist, Celestia sends the star down at you all. As you brace for impact and possible death, the brightness blinds you for a second. As I see that that this like beam of light thing has has come down and now I can't see, uh, I, I'm gonna feel around in my bag and I'm gonna pull yeah. out my necklace um, and and I'm gonna kind of like hold it 
uh, kind of in front of me, like in a fist, almost like I'm using it to protect us. Uh, and and uh, I, I'm not going to say anything this time. I think I'm just like just the sheer power of like holding it, like pulling when it When your vision returns, you see the unfolded four wings of the Lich King, King Garen, protecting you. Not the same as usual. His form and visage seems a little bit weaker, a little bit more transparent as you're looking at him. Uh, as you can ascertain from that, the more time he spends in the pendant, the more energy he gains from you. And since you just used him in a fight like a few hours ago, he's a little spent from helping you kill the king of the gods. But you see as his scythe is currently clashed with something else. At first, you look around the Lich King at Celestia, and you see her hand at her chest. And as you look upon it, you see another fine woven silver necklace that she is holding on to. Oh, shit! Until shit. you oh, kind fuck. of pan around King Garen, and you see another being that is currently clashing with the dual scythe heads of King Garen's blade. Oh, shit! That's dope as hell. <laughs> as you see two arm blades extended out, much like you saw that of Lysandra, uh, your other sister beforehand, the favored weapon of your family, obviously. You see a oh, shit. being made out of almost light that has these features that you can't fully explain. They're extraordinary, but oh so plain at the same time. And when you look oh upon her visage, it almost falls out of your lips. Mom. This bitch is controlling our mom? <laughs> In the afterlife? Aw, oh, piss. I hate her. She's going down. So bad. Oh, I see Celestia speaks up. That was the Lich King's plan all along. Fight fire with fire. You know, it's not easy to kill an entire royal family and supplant them in leadership in Idenia, but I had a little help from, you know, Mom. I mean, Mother does know best. I see you too have that power. As you see something in her face, as she stifles a thought and doesn't utter that last thought as you hear the steel and cosmic blades shing off as both the Lich King and your mother part. As you hear the Lich King weakly say, Hestia, my love. I knew it! I knew it! As Hestia, your mother, stares blankly back, fully at the whim of Celestia at this moment. Is that our daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it a stepdad? (laughs) (laughs) It's for us to figure out later. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) As they begin clashing blades against each other. Baldric, you kind of have to focus on channeling the energy of the Lich King at the current moment. But as they begin fighting in the the throne hall off to the side, Dinah, you get a good view as you lock eyes with Celestia. Okay. Okay. I have I have a question. Is does Celestia have to concentrate as much to control Mom as much like as I'm concentrating to control Dad? Roll plus sense for me. Oh, good question. Oh baby, that's a 13. Alright, as you're kind of focusing on the fight between the two stand users currently, Baldric, you take a look over at Celestia. You look over to Celestia, and you notice that while she has, like, her fingers are kind of playing with the chain of the necklace. You notice her eyes are completely fixed on Dinah right now. And you can as- ascertain from that that due to her magical acuity, it's a little bit easier her- for her to summon Hestia than it is for you to handle the Lich King. 
wait, does it seem like the mom is on her side or she's like trapping her? I guess we'll find out, but okay. I'm so mad. This makes me mad. Ugh, I want to go back to saving fish. <laughs> I mean, you can if that's what you want to do. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just abandon, no. yeah, just abandon Baldrick. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, you know what? She's right. Nothing matters. Let me go save some fish. Um, yeah. No, okay. Well, I don't know, because like, all I got is my crossbow. I feel like this bitch is... It's not gonna do much. I don't know. Okay. All is that need. all you have? All you need. I think so because I, it said I had a horse and a crossbow. Because don't you only get to pick one? No, you you got your you got your crossbow, but I mean, I mean, like one of your siblings has this weird power, and like there is this other power that you know Celestia holds that we haven't seen passed down to any other of your siblings. Am I supposed to, how do I test if I have powers? <laughs> I feel like you're trying to hit something Fuck at me. Fuck around and I'm find out. Go, go, go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. I, was gonna say, I was like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, I'm charged my <laughs> So, okay. So I, I know that Baldrick is like using magic to summon this thing like i know it's not just the stone it's like so i'm like oh my brother's magical okay so i'm like what you got magical powers i wonder if i have any and then i would be like <laughs> like do some like ridiculous kung fu mo- like movie moves and be like <laughs> like trying to sense something <laughs> you uh, channel some energy within and you feel a little bit of quiet within yourself as you watch Celestia float down from her throne. She stands on the table the guild used to discuss around. And she takes a step off of that and begins floating against air once again. She rips off another star from her dress and with a kiss blows it over to you as this impending doom is heading your way, Dinah. I want you to roll plus grace for me. Come on, don't fail me. I got a nine. With a nine, as the ball of light, the star gets closer and closer to you, it begins slowing down in its approach. As you continue to focus, it stops at a standstill. Celestia stops and watches you. And then she does another little flick of her wrist, like, continue, go on, please, why did you stop? And as she does it, the star begins moving just an inch more, and then stops once again as it's like five inches away from your face now, Dinah. I take a step back. Kiss <laughs> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You step back, and then you step to the side, and the star just kind of floats generally over your shoulder. (laughs) This is is the worst Matrix ripoff ever. (laughs) No, as Celestia does the, the beckon with two fingers motion, as you can feel the heat of the star that's now behind you turning around. The star begins approaching you now from behind. What would you like to do, Dinah? Okay, I want to do this like super cool quick move, right? Because <laughs> I'm yeah. so agile, and <laughs> I want to like step out of the way of it, like go behind it, and then like shoot a bow and arrow through it at Celestia. Like make like a poison arrow, you know, like it goes through the orb. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I love that. I want you to roll plus blood for me. Die a little kiss. Come on. A ten. With a ten, you go to attempt to shoot through the star. However, Celestia is still quick with her movements of the star as she forces it towards you. You watch as the star collides with your crossbow, and you'd assume it would destroy it completely, incinerate it with the heat that's coming off of the star. But the second the heat kind of bounds through the crossbow itself and into your own hands, Dinah, it stops there. 
as if you're wielding the star itself, as your crossbow is now a light. It essentially magical girl transforms Dang. into a lunar crossbow as the light begins extending <laughs> off of it, and the arrow inside the, the caster is ready to go. It's now much longer and now form-fitting to all the matter that was in the star itself. As <laughs> You want to say something cool as you fire it off? Uh, yeah, wait, hold on, let me think about it. Hold on, okay, um. <laughs> yeah, okay, bitch. okay, I got it, I got it. <laughs> no, it's Here not gonna be Yahoo this time. Shot. No, no, it's gonna be. Ready, ready, okay. <laughs> a lot of the only legacy. Time. You just sorry. throw in my line. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I, won't. <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna go straight <laughs> okay. into it. <laughs> Oh, I, I also was like, turn it sideways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kill that. No, no. Okay, okay. All I'm right, so ready? Sorry. Okay, as I'm, as I'm getting... No, it's not your fault. I was yelling at Kishan. <laughs> You're right, okay. it's my fault. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, okay, so as I'm, like, pointing this arrow, I'm gonna be like, the only legacy you'll ever have is being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you fire off the starbound arrow as this is the first threat Celestia has had to face in ages. Ever since she's acquired her power, she's been one step above everyone in the Ari. She's been one step closer to the native homeland of Derringer. She's been able to use her powers, use her wits to defeat... <laughs> So far, three out of the six most powerful family members in the Ari itself uproot an entire royal family and lead the Idenian Kingslands for years. And Dinah shoots her as it pierces her shoulder, goes right through, she gives out a vicious shriek. As I think this might be the first time Celestia's ever bled. So she does bleed. As you watch the blood drip down her, her her shoulder of the strapless dress and on into the the black inkiness of her dress as the blood kind of pools and mixes in with that energy and matter that her dress is made out of. As you watch a kind of star that have been moving around on her dress kind of comes under that pool of blood and becomes like a blood red star. She does like a little flick motion, not even hitting the arrow itself further away. She does the flick motion, and the arrow kind of dissipates out of her shoulder, still leaving the hole. As she now pulls one of these blood red stars out of her dress and looks at you with a menace as her hair is now disheveled. You. Uh, I want you to roll plus sense for me, Dinah. Seven. I think it's the heat of battle, so it takes a second for you to notice. But I think you remark upon your wound that you're able to cause. And I think <laughs> Baldric's also in the middle of like fighting and summoning, so Baldric they look away for just a second. And Baldric, even you're able to notice that you can clearly see this this wound like right above her collarbone. And then you see nothing else around that general area. As if something's missing. Uh, as your eyes begin <laughs> looking around, you look down at the ground, essentially halfway in between you and Celestia. And on the ground, you see your mother's silver necklace. Uh, I, I, I immediately run to go pick it up. <laughs> As you go to run, you feel the pull of the Lich King, as you kind of realize you can't do both things at once right now, Baldrick, but Dinah's free, so if you wanted to shout at her. <laughs> oh, No, okay, no, yeah, telepathy, telepathy! <laughs> Twin telepathy! Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. I just, I just look at her. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just, I just intensely stare at her. But I, so I think I try to, I try to mimic what I saw Celestia doing earlier, mm -hmm. which was a very intense hand, like hand concentration, like physical concentration on the necklace. Uh, but I am staring directly at Dinah trying to, trying to connect with her.
as you're staring at each other, you're able to keep up the balance of focusing on something else besides the Lich King as he continues to fight Hestia, your mother. And you guys meet eyes, and you're able to connect with your twin telepathy. And as you look down at the necklace, you look back up at Hestia, as Hestia's been looking down at both of you. Mama! (laughs) And it seems like this power runs in the family. As she too notices the necklace now on the floor, and she sends the blood star down towards that direction. Dinah, what would you like to do? Can't tell if she's trying to destroy it or not. You know what? Uh, okay, I I don't know. I kind of have this theory that I can absorb stars, so <laughs> I'm gonna go for it. It's worked once. Um, <laughs> so like, I'm basically gonna like put my bow like on my back like kind of like a back shield essentially because it's glowing you know and then i want to like like die for it and hoping that the bow will be in between me and the star just in case but also you know i'm gonna try and get the necklace all right this is a pretty solid move i'm gonna have you roll plus courage but i'm gonna give you hope on it okay which means i roll three and take the two highest yep okay hope with courage okay Come on! Don't let me down. Oh, are you kidding me? Okay, uh, eight. I'm gonna have you take damage to your courage. Okay. As you are absorbing the blast full fold. Damn. As it even destroys your favorite crossbow dino. No! Ugh! <laughs> Damn. Alright, theory's the, wrong. The... I can't absorb stars. <laughs> the new power of the, the blood red star itself uh, overwhelms the original star's power from your, your, your lunar crossbow. Damn. And it shatters and blows through a lot of your armor. Luckily, Mork is a wonderful craftsman, and your armor holds up largely in part, but you feel the sears on your back. Did I at least get the necklace? Yeah, but as oh. you're able to weakly stand... You stand right in front of Celestia, holding out the necklace, almost bragging to her that you were able to catch it regardless, as she eeks out a no! Yes. I'm so excited. Mama's mine, bitch. Okay. As you feel a step behind you and to your side as Baldric runs up next to you, and you can see hanging just over Baldric's shoulder is the Lich King. And then you feel a presence on the right of you, Dinah, as you look over your shoulder. And you see a much clearer version of Hestia, your mother. Oh, so cute. So is she like like a sentient being? Like, can I talk to her? As she looks down at both Baldric and Dinah, she utters out her first words that you've ever heard. I am so proud of you two. Oh. I start crying. Uh, I know, just like, mama. <laughs> but it's like stoic. Yeah, crying. yeah, it's just like, like I'm not oh. making a face, but like tears are it's like hot. One <laughs> I hate to break up this family reunion. You hear Celestia echo from the other side of the chamber. She's such a bitch. But this ends here and now. This farce of the best, it's over. As... She lifts up her hands, and the last remaining stars on her dress all leave it, a mixture of the the pure white version and the the blood-red version. As you look around you as the darkness of the inner chamber itself is now illuminated by its own weird artificial night sky above you. As you look at all these orbs, prepare to rain down on both of you. What would you guys like to do? We've got orbs raining down on us. we got mom and dad standing behind us. Stuck in the middle with you. Those are the lyrics, right? (laughs) (laughs) Close enough. Um, I got orbs to the left of me. Orbs to the right. Okay, wait. So these orbs aren't red, right? These are just like the regular orbs? There's a mix between the regular and the blood ones. Okay, I am going to jump in front of Baldrick. Because I know I have the luck of the devil, and I'm gonna take these orbs. 
to protect him. Okay. I <laughs> don't do it. Um, I think as you do that, um, I think holding out my mom's necklace, of course. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna hold out Dad's necklace yeah. and kind of like, like towards the orbs, almost in like a like I'm trying to shield myself. Yeah. Sort of function. Let's put the necklaces together. <laughs> Can we touch? Yeah, necklaces? I was gonna say. What if we do like this cool motion where like I jump in front of you, but we have like the necklaces like connecting, and it's like this big family moment, you know? Like we're all as the yes. necklaces clash, the stars begin raining upon you. Blast after blast begin coming down on you and your family, and once again, it is almost too bright to bear. As Dinah and Baldrick, you're blinded for a moment. And when you open your eyes, you see nothing else but what can be described as your parents' love. As they have their hands outstretched, blocking every single blow for you. Oh my god. Shielding you from harm in ways they could not your entire lives. Stop! I'm gonna cry! (laughs) It wears them down a lot. Like I said before, the Lich King didn't have a lot of time to recharge, and, you know, Hestia's at her limit. So they kind of get more and more transparent. And you can generally see their outlines and make them out as they turn around to you. And both say together, we'll always be with you. As they just kind of fade their energies back into their respective necklaces. Wait, are they okay? So does the absorbing of the like orbs happen really quick, pretty quickly? Then yeah, it's like an like instant. Them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Now her dress is less starry, right? It's completely devoid of stars. It is nothing. Mm, but sounds black like the bitch is weak. <laughs> As you look over, you see Celestia kind of prone on the ground. She's like down on her like. She's laying on her left hip, her legs outstretched. She's using, like, one arm to hold herself up at the current moment. As this seemed like a last-ditch effort, a last-ditch of her magic to try to destroy you all. Uh, well, I'm gonna go up there and finish her, so... <laughs> yeah, I put the necklace around myself first, so I start wearing it. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, You both put on your necklaces and head over to let's Celestia. Let's go up there, yeah. Let's go up there, let's talk to her. She looks up at you. She coughs out a little bit of blood, as this has been a terrible drain on her. As the life of the Overlord maybe wasn't cut out for her as she once thought. You know, I always wanted a sister. We could have slumber parties, we could paint each other's nails. (laughs) She looks up at you (laughs) with a just real bitchy smile. (laughs) Damn. You see why I've I've got a finisher, right? <laughs> Just murder her ass. <laughs> I don't have I don't think I have a weapon though, so I hand you my sword. Oh, yes! <laughs> Alright, Dinah, roll plus wait, blood. Wait, wait. Yep. Wait, before I do the finishing thing though, mm-hmm. when she was like being a bitch, mm-hmm. I wanna put my finger in that wound I caused before and see if it causes oh. anything. <laughs> oh my god. What is what has happened to you? What has happened to you? Like, I won't you be like, just asked us if you could curse because you said <laughs> oh, me. And now you're now you're jabbing a she's... thumb into the wound as you're about to kill her. No, she's a monster. I just want to see if it hurts. That's all. You're literally adding insult to injury. Yeah, fuck this bitch. She she's evil. At this part, I feel like it's injury to insult. Like it, it, we were. T- as you you dig your finger in as she um i think she winces she doesn't give you the satisfaction of yelling in pain but it obviously hurts good then i'll be like slumber party that bitch (laughs) as as paltrick hands you their sword (laughs) roll plus blood for me and roll with hope please okay Okay. Please be a good bowl. I want this to be cool. Okay. Three ones. <laughs> I know. I've been I've been Three not ro- ones. I've been rolling just nines and eights. Like I'm stuck in the middle. Come on. With you. <gasps> Ooh. 
Twelve. Oh. I got two fives. As not too familiar with swords, more long range in her methods. Dinah, you find a quick attunement to your brother's sword as you play around with it, fiddling your wrist to get the weight of it. And almost unceremoniously, without any gusto, there is one quick slice as we watch from behind Celestia drop down to the ground. A pool of blood draining from her neck as you guys sit in the moment of defeating your overlord, but also your elder sister. Barely. <laughs> Realizing you're the, the last two, you hear Celestia mutter something, and then you feel an attunement from your necklaces to be like, yeah, that's true. And I'll tell you what it is later, but... I take my sword back and I wipe it off and put it away like nothing happened. <laughs> just do a little, little whispered yahoo. <laughs> you guys sit in silence for a second until you hear a huge noise from behind you towards the portcullis that led into this throne room, the one that slammed down with bars and was cut off. And in the inky darkness that's left in this room. You turn around to find someone has busted through the bars using their orcish strength <laughs> as coming through the darkness <laughs> you see Mark to Orc and Sir Wilbo. I get really excited and I say Sir Little Willie and I run down to him yeah. as fast as possible. Aww, uh, I... I open my arms. <laughs> so cute. With arms wide open. I I wind up on my knees to try to make myself a little bit shorter to <laughs> to hug back. As you two embrace, you've done it. You've saved the Ari. As the rest of your army kind of heads up into the kingdom itself, along with the remaining and now-turned Idenian knights. You see, like, a few defectors, like, run up and take the body of Celestia. Um, but you can see it's a small squadron of Idenian knights that take the body um, to go give it a proper burial. As you kind of look around, there's no gods, no more masters. You hear Samira chime in. So, uh, what's next? As you kind of naturally don't know what to do, you head outside. And for the first time, you can kind of get a good look around. As you're looking from the sunken Argalon kingdom in this little man-made mountain that Celestia created to raise the city of Argalon. You guys are sitting in the courtyard when, just off the horizon, it's now much later at night, you see a sparkle off in the horizon, something you've never noticed. It goes past the free marches itself, past the troubling sea up north. And you guys quickly understand. It's home. It's Derringer. With some time, you guys make plans to use the combination of magic and the smooth sailing of Samira to boat the people of the Ari back to Derringer. Takes some months, but eventually you're able to cross the Troubling Sea, something no one has been able to do in a few centuries. When your boats, ragged and tattered, eventually make it there, there's already a welcoming party for you. They have heard tale of this, but they're not sure how to intervene. You learn later that they sent over an explorer once to check in on the Ari, but she never made it back. Testia. You're met with what can only be described as 
beings that you'd find in the Ari, but a little bit different. You notice that the orcs that greet you are a little more rugged and solid and traditional. The the halfling and their little tweed vests and hairy feet. Uh, you notice that all of the there are certain type of race that have these very plain but mystifying features, much like Baldric does and your mother. And you learned that these are humans. <laughs> as you're greeted by a Tolkien-esque elf who goes, We are honored to be in your presence. What you have done has been unthinkable by most. I know it was <laughs> a little bit of an ape on us, but then this elf points at to this large group of people made up of every single race of Derringer. And the elven woman goes, but we are the guild. And we would love it if you would join our ranks. Adventure around Derringer. We've only heard tale of the best. But we do believe you are that. And the elven woman extends her hand and introduces herself as Kai as she goes to introduce you to the guild and Derringer at large. She asks for your names and any titles you may have. Hi, I'm Logan, and I've been playing Orc the Orc, Freer of the Ari. Hi, I'm Kashan, and I played Sir Wilbo, the last Idemian Knight. I'm Adam, and I played Baldric Starcatcher, Squire to the Lich King. I'm Jesse, and I played Dinah Starcatcher, the last vestige of magic. I'm Dennis Veray, I have been your overlord. And this was our playtest of Fellowship 2nd Edition by Jacob Randolph. Thank you so much for listening. Variables, go to sleep. We've told the story. You can go to bed now. Just go the fuck to sleep now. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.